provided he gives enough time frame in which it can be achieved. Long enough is the question. Take up projects and give yourself time long enough. There is nothing that we will not be able to achieve. If you have a question, I'll take a question. Yes. Let's take this as the last question. In the afternoon, we discussed about the quality of uh, emotions. Should we be able to expand this a little further? Because we have various roles to play in our life, in a family, in our work culture, in ashram. There are deadlines and there are pressures and everything. And then taking care of these emotions of your own as well as of others becomes quite a problem sometimes. I'll first address the ashram part and then come to answering this. Anytime you are part of a setup like this, the first understanding you should have is every Buddhist is not a Buddha. I think the greatest frustration that comes to all of you when you work in a setup like this is you expect everything to be perfect, everybody will be perfect, everybody will be prem satchitanand. Wherever you go, there will be imperfections and where human beings are there, imperfection will be there. Most of the time, the frustration that we go through when we take up any such voluntary work is, we feel everybody will be selfless, everybody will be egoless, everybody will be self-assuming, everybody would want to volunteer. There is nothing like that. So give up this desire that because I have volunteered to work in a selfless institution like this, that everything will be perfect. The desire to seek perfection amongst people becomes the main cause for all your emotional stress. People are people. Wherever you go, in whatever uniform, behind that people are people. Once you understand that, see you don't expect predictable behavior from your children, do you? You are prepared for unpredictability with your children. Similarly, and adults are grown up children only. So accept unpredictability in people. Always remember, a Buddhist is not a Buddha. Then it will be much easier for you to work with everybody. Otherwise, this frustration will come in. Now, as far as emotional equanimity is concerned, let's discuss an emotional equation right now. Watch me and participate with me because I need a little visualization for us to get this right. There's only one incompleteness I had. Physical aspect has been addressed. Mental aspect has been addressed. Intellectual aspect has been addressed. Spiritual aspect is getting addressed. Emotional has been missed out. Thanks for the question. Why do you get angry? Why do you get angry? Something has happened or something is about to happen and you are not able to accept it. So you become angry. You ask for a glass of water from somebody. Somebody came and gave you a glass of water and there was not only water inside the glass, there was also water outside the glass. Some water spilled over you. And this happens to be your wife who gave you that water, you become angry. Something has happened not the way you want and you are not able to accept it, so you become angry. Now you had a meeting in chief minister's house. 
chief minister's wife came and gave you water and water spilled on your trouser. Now also something has happened not the way you want. Will you get angry? You'll say, Madam, this side also if you want you can pour. <laughs> now which means when something happens not the way you want and you are not able to accept it, it becomes anger. When you are able to accept it, it becomes tolerance. Non-acceptance made the situation cause a negative emotion in you. Acceptance caused you to have a positive emotion for the same situation. Let's keep this aside. When do you fear? When you encounter uncertainty and you are not able to accept that uncertainty, you go through fear. You are asked to deliver a speech in public. You are asked to handle a responsibility which you have not handled. You have to have a meeting with somebody, a person like that you have never met. You are asked to jump into a swimming pool and you don't know swimming. You are going to encounter uncertainty and you are not able to accept that you are going to encounter uncertainty. You have fear. Is it the mountaineer also does not know what is coming? When you do a bungee jumping also, you don't know what is coming. When you go for scuba diving also, you don't know what is coming. When you deal with stock exchange also, you don't know what is coming. <laughs> Here also you are dealing with uncertainty, but you are willing to accept it. Uncertainty when you cannot accept becomes fear. Uncertainty when you are able to accept becomes adventure. You don't call it fear anymore. You are willing to flirt with uncertainty and that's what adventure is. The same situation with non-acceptance becomes the negative emotion of fear. The same situation with acceptance becomes the positive emotion of adventure. Keep it aside. When do you feel jealous? When somebody has something which you don't have or somebody is getting what you are not getting, you are not able to accept it, then you become jealous. When somebody has something that you don't have, somebody is getting what you are not getting and you are able to accept it, it becomes an inspiration. You say, he has it, one day I will have it. He is getting it, one day I will also reach that state of deservingness and get it. So similar situation, non-acceptance makes you jealous. Acceptance makes it inspiration. Something with non-acceptance becomes the negative emotion of jealousy. Something with acceptance becomes the positive emotion of inspiration. Somebody has hurt you. You are not able to accept they hurt you. It becomes hatred. Accept, it becomes forgiveness. Something with non-acceptance becomes the negative emotion of hatred. Something with acceptance becomes the positive emotion of forgiveness. Last. I can go through the whole sequence, but one more. You are thinking about somebody, mentally present, physically absent. You are not able to accept it. You will tell the person, I am missing you. Mentally present, physically absent, you are able to accept. You will tell them, I was thinking of you. Missing and thinking is the same experience. When you are not able to accept, you say, missing you. When you are able to accept, you say, thinking of you. Which means the emotional equation of life is very simple. Something plus non-acceptance is equal to negative emotion. 
something plus acceptance is equal to positive emotions. If we have to again use a metaphor, you are like a factory line. What will you do? So many businessmen sitting here. You have a factory line. Through one factory line, through one production line, shirts are being produced. Through another production line, trousers are being produced. Shirts are making roaring profits. Trousers are making complete loss. As the head of this emotional factory, one is run with a supervisor called acceptance. He is manufacturing all the shirts and giving you profit. The other line is run with another supervisor called non-acceptance, where trousers are and you are making a loss. What would you do? You will close the production line which is giving you a loss and continue to invest all your resource on the production line which is giving you profit. Inside each one of you there are two supervisors. One supervisor is called acceptance. He can only give you positive emotion. There is another supervisor, non-acceptance. He can only give you negative emotion. Which means, if somehow I can transform myself from non-acceptance to acceptance, there is no more negative emotion in me. Now the question is, how do I transform myself from non-acceptance to acceptance? First, taking complete responsibility for your emotions. Till now, whenever you were disturbed, you felt something or somebody is disturbing you. Stop it. Something or somebody is not disturbing you. Something or somebody that you are not accepting is disturbing you. Because the same situation is making somebody else peaceful. It's only disturbing you. Everybody is not. It is hot, it is hot. You accept it. It's still hot, but it can't disturb you. If you can't accept, then it disturbs you. That drama is not required. You're all waiting to have your food and the person in front of you in the queue is not moving. If you can accept it, he can't disturb you. But you get disturbed. Why is not moving? Another three feet, whether he moves or not, there are roti mil jayega, yaar. You go and breathe in his... You feel upset. You feel always he is slow. Why he is just like this? Your non-acceptance is disturbing you. The guy's simple example. When you are traveling in a flight, there is always this issue. This armrest kiska hai? Mera hai uska hai? I have also given 7,000, he has also given 7,000. Entire one hour goes off. You be peaceful. God given armrest, your own thighs is there. Sit there. Sit in lotus position. Sit in jnana mudra. Do something and be peaceful. Entire one and a half hours uske saath. So he is not disturbing you. Your non-acceptance, he has taken the entire armrest is disturbing you. India winning the match or losing the match is not disturbing you. Your non-acceptance of that result is disturbing you. Mosquito is not disturbing you. Mosquito is thinking, so much blood you have, little I will take and go. On your own you are not donating blood, so I will take it and go. And that's all. It's just a small thing after it goes, that's all. Drama is not required here. Yeah. 
इनफैक्ट इफ वी जस्ट गिव अप द ड्रामा इमोशनल इक्वानिमिटी विल कम मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम इट्स द ड्रामा एंड आई टेल पीपल द लॉरी फ्रॉम बिहेड कम एंड हिट यूर कार दैट मीन्स वॉट इट इज हिट यूर कार you get down and ask bhagwan kyu aisa kiya this thing when i was leaving that auntie came i think because of that only all this happened that time itself vastu guys said my car has to be kept this side i shouldn't have kept it this whatever drama you do it has been hit and momentarily you forget even you are coming to an ashram you get worked up and you start scolding bad words and go towards the lord and he comes with one spanner in the hand You tell him नहीं ऐसा ही क्यों आप मार मैं पूछने के लिए ऐसा कुछ because how to fight with them now now people ask me when a lorry has dented my car Rajan how do you ask me to be peaceful what else to do you tell me after all the drama is done finally what will you do send the car to the workshop claim the insurance get the car okay and bring it back all I am telling you is avoid the drama and do what must be done you taste dal and you find salt is not there salt is not there means what salt is not there <laughs> see see i don't feel it's so so salt. salt is not there whatever drama you do salt is not there and after all the drama what you will do put salt there <laughs> All I am telling you is, avoid the drama and do what must be done. The sort of drama. See, Papa is gone. Doctor has declared him dead. Nobody is saying emotional tranquility does not mean you shall cry. You shall cry. You will have emotion. Somebody you love so much and somebody who has loved you so much is not there anymore. Is the drama required? This is how the person cries, Papa, Papa, see me once, Papa. What do you think, doctor lied to you? How he will see? In fact, I just want to take it one step forward and think. You go on telling, Papa, see me, Papa. Ek bar after he sees you once, you will kill him yourself. <laughs> Papa, just once, see me, Papa. I'm just thinking of a hypothetical situation. suppose papa opens his eyes what is your situation he has to cry beta mujhe dekh beta is the drama missum cry shed those tears is the drama required where is it going to take us emotional equanimity simply understanding next time when i feel disturbed with a negative emotion i'm no more going to ask this question who is disturbing me or what is disturbing me but i'm going to ask myself this question what am i resisting whom am i not accepting that is disturbing me turn that non acceptance into acceptance negative emotion becomes positive emotion in an instant anger becomes tolerance in an instant hatred becomes forgiveness in an instant missing becomes thinking in an instant jealousy becomes inspiration in an instant negative emotion becomes positive emotion so there are people where total non acceptance
Everything is non-accepted. This is that category of people. You go and ask them two plus two is how much. They'll say, why you are asking me that? <laughs> Everything is resisted. Crowd is resisted. Sweat is resisted. Heat is resisted. Cold is resisted. Rain is resisted. And it's such a beautiful thing to dance in the rain. How much I wish now it rains. And such a beautiful thing. And it rains, you should see. Some of them will become miserable. I should have brought an umbrella. How you should have brought it? You don't have an umbrella. How you should have brought an umbrella? As if some rewind option is available in life. You go back and bring an umbrella and come back. You don't have an umbrella. Non-acceptance. Not only today they will be miserable. It rains and they don't have an umbrella, so they are upset. Tomorrow they will bring an umbrella. It won't rain. Again they are upset. Unnecessarily brought an umbrella. Somehow they have to be miserable. That is that category. Total non-acceptance. Zero acceptance. Always miserable in life. Most of you won't be in that category. Second category. Some non-acceptance, some acceptance. Some misery, some bliss. The striving is very clear to reach that stage. Zero resistance, total acceptance. What is, is. What is not, is not. No matter what you do, what is. I'll just end the session with a story which is very close to my heart. Husband and wife bought a new car and they came and parked the car outside. They really enjoyed the time they had together. They went to sleep. They got up in the morning, went outside and saw the car was missing. The wife was absolutely dejected. She went inside and in that living room of theirs, there was a central chair. She went and sat in the chair and she was sulking. The husband was a very loving husband and somebody who is practical, drama will not bring back that car. Finally, you have to lodge a police complaint, get an FIR, claim from the insurance company. That's the only way to do it. He didn't want to see his wife so disturbed. So her husband walked close to the wife, came from behind the chair, hugged her, rested his chin on her head and said, Honey, the car is lost. You can choose to be miserable about it. Honey, the car is lost. You can choose to be happy about it. Either way, car is lost. Why not choose to be happy about it? She didn't realize. She said, how that is possible? Two months went by and the police found the car. When police found the car and reported, the husband was very excited. With great excitement, the husband was driving the car, thinking how all will he tell his wife that we have got the car. The car rammed against a truck. It was completely rammed and jammed. He came home, rang the doorbell. The door opened. Wife knew from his face something was wrong. He straight went and sat in that sofa. And she asked, what is bothering you? He said, after two months, police found the car. And like a mad fella, I've gone and rammed it against a truck. And it's completely rammed and jammed. The wife slowly went behind the sofa, hugged him, rested her chin on him and said, honey, the car is rammed and jammed. You can choose to be miserable about it. The car is rammed and jammed. You can choose to be happy about it. Either way, car is rammed and jammed. Why not choose to be happy about it? What is, is. What is not, is not. Because we want to move into this celebration. And I don't know whether I'll get the context to share this story. 
later. Let the story set the mood for celebration, for all of us to celebrate. A disciple and a master had gone into the forest and they have done penance for six months and they were coming back. As they were coming back and there was the small hut where they had to take rest, as they were coming they realized the breeze had already taken half the roof and only half the roof was left. The disciple was very angry. After six months of penance we are coming back. We want to take rest. And why there is no mercy for God that he has removed the roof and kept, how will we take rest? And as he was complaining, he saw the master next to him, went down on his knees in prayer to the Lord and said, Lord, your ways are your ways, my Lord. For six months we have been in natural ventilation. You don't want to confine us inside a closed space. You already opened half the roof and kept for us. Thank you, Lord. Lord, your ways are your ways. The disciple stared at the master for some time, wondered something has happened to him or what? What is there to be grateful about this? Any of both of them went into the hut. They lied down. They wanted to sleep. As you would guess, a complaining mind is never peaceful. So the disciple was twisting and turning, not able to sleep. And as you would guess, a grateful mind is always peaceful. The master went off to sleep. The breeze built the clouds and soon the clouds turned into a downpour and it was pouring inside the hut. The disciple was so angry, he opened the hut door, came outside and was standing there in absolute, so angry, when rain fell on him, it became smoke. <laughs> and soon he sought to add to his frustration, he saw the master has raised his hands and the master was dancing, saying, Lord, your ways are your ways, my Lord. In all the penance that we were doing, we have never taken bath for six months. <laughs> and how graceful you are, my Lord. You have brought those celestial showers to cleanse us. Lord, your ways are your ways, my Lord. And he kept dancing. The disciple could not take it anymore. He went to the master and said, Master, there is a limit for everything and this is the limit. <laughs> everything is going wrong. And you are going on saying, Lord, your ways are your ways. What is... There to say, Lord, your ways are your ways. For the first time, the master stopped dancing, looked at the disciple and said, Do you know one thing? I don't even know if God exists. I don't even know to whom I am praying. I don't even know if my prayers will ever be heard. But one thing I know, the master told the disciple, My approach is keeping me happy in life, so it's the right approach. The proof of right living is in the happiness it manifests. My approach is the right approach because it's giving me happiness. Your approach is the wrong approach because it's making you miserable. The master gently raised his hands in prayer again and said, Lord, your ways are your ways. By giving me such disciples, you help me to understand you better. And he continued to dance saying, Lord, your ways are your ways. The disciple stared at the master for some time and realized he has a point. So he also gently raised his hands and joined the dance saying, Lord, your ways are your ways. Thank you for giving me a master like this and helping me to understand what life is. And he too continued to dance. Eventually, what is, is in whatever approach you take it, what is not, is not. Accept life as it is. Strive to improve on it and accept that too.
accept people as they are. A lot of us accept ourselves as we are and expect the world to change. Accept the world as it is and you begin to change your approach towards them. My most favorite road sign is U-turn. It is telling me you turn Don't ask others to turn. You change your approach towards the world. If this approach is not giving you results, you change your approach to the world. Even right now when I am talking to all of you, I can see in the background, U-turn is written there. U-turn. Live with acceptance. See what is as what is. Believe in an existential force. Embrace gratitude. Even sometimes when you cannot understand why is it happening in life, tell yourself, Lord, your ways are your ways, Lord. Your ways are your ways. And live a celebrative life. You have an energy that carries you through and let it carry you through. I don't know how many of you are comfortable dancing, but the celebration must begin this night. So those of you who want to dance, ideally all of you should dance. Especially those of you who have never danced for you, dance is compulsory. <laughs> okay. And forget about dancing. It's just a celebration. For me, the first part of dance is only a preparation to the whole thing. How you dance is up to you. But I don't want you to leave after the first part. How long the first part is, I will discuss with you and discuss. Because I, I don't know time. I, I don't understand time at all. When all my music gets over, that means it's over. So, but I will check with them. Whatever is the time. I want to split this whole thing into two. The first part of it, I want you to dance. I want you to get into this bodily exuberance. I want you to celebrate. And then the second part of the dance, songs that are familiar to you, but songs which have great devotion, reminding you of whatever experiences you are going through in this ashram. Every word in the second part of the music is all about what this place means to you what this soul means to you and what this life means to you and that's what the second the second part of it I leave it to you those of you who want to dance dance those of you who want to sit and experience experience those of you who want to watch the rest of them in dance watch the rest of them in dance but ideally I will tell you don't miss this opportunity the second part of it is what I call as the devotional dance and devotional dances in the context of my retreat, I used to tell them, visualize as if it's a divine ballet that is happening between you and your God. Imagine God is dancing with you. Imagine you're dancing with God. Feel that intimate closeness with God and go into a divine ballet, you versus God. Maybe it's a beautiful opportunity for a lot of you to feel that divine representation dancing with you and immerse yourself into devotion Grow in bhakti. Occasionally tears will trickle down. Occasionally your emotions will overwhelm you. There will be times you'll feel like dancing. There will be times when you'll feel like withdrawing. Just go through that entire experience and immerse yourself in whatever emotions that will unfold. You can take those lawns also if you want that space. This is the first we will play. And whenever I ask you the space, we'll see. Thank you.